Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. I still can't believe this monstrosity. Why on earth did you choose this place? In it, we're the only place in Paris you can't see it. <laughs> Waiter, more. Sir. Let's go to the very top today. I detest iron, that's what it is. Sets my teeth on edge. George. Makers of iron, welders of girders, rivets. Who cares about rivets? I loathe engineers, mechanics. In short, anything English. My husband worked on the railways. To the future, Chloe. Do I look old? You're in your prime, woman. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm ravenous. Oh, let's go to the top together, Bellamy. It's so long since we've been out in public. We'll ascend the tower, but only if you'll do something for me in return. Oh, it's never something for nothing with you. Onward and upward, Chloe. three at once, stride and stride. His legs are still long, those thighs firm as ever. Slight flash to his jacket. Oh, the hussars still in him. Come on, race you! The manners of a dog, onwards and upwards indeed. Come on! Daring anyone else to mind as he barged past up, oh, 300 steps, saving his secret. Wait for me, Georges. If I'd known what was coming. Get a move on. I'm there. What do you like if you don't like iron? Anything hot. Souvenirs. <laughs> <sighs> Look. It's teeming. Now what? We're not at the top yet. Join the queue. Souvenirs, madame? Oh, a miniature Monsieur Eiffel, Bellamy. Is there nothing people won't buy? I'll take a little flag. I do have something to tell you, Chloe. Sir? Ah, uh, um... Got any money? Yeah. What is it? Thank you, sir. Madame. I'm not waiting around like this much longer. What is it? Say, or I'll scream. It's Africa, Chloe. Today's the day. Is the Nile ours? It's on a knife edge. <sighs> so that's it. I'm so proud for you, darling. <laughs> Just you all wait. Shh. And what was it you wanted in return for your news? <laughs> Do you know... For once, I think patriotism has done the job. I feel perfectly satiated, thanks. Um, Where does your wife think you are now? Briefing journalists. Wouldn't the journalists be angry if they kept waiting? <laughs> Dear Chloe, you asked me what my wife imagined was happening, not what is. You haven't told me everything. I'm going to go to Africa, Chloe. Ooh, can I come with you? <laughs> I've made other arrangements. Oh. What are they? I'm taking your daughter. What do you mean? I intend to go to Sudan with your daughter. 
Lorraine. Can we have your blessing? Lorraine won't go with you. Oh, she will, but only if I marry her. <laughs> she wants to be a nun. Shh. She's going to start a mission school in Fashoda. She'll save souls, and I'll boost our men in the fort. I'll be right on the spot now it's all blowing up with the English. I don't understand. You want to marry Lorraine? There. You do? I'd be your mother-in-law. Droll, isn't it? Her and Sudan, you here. <laughs> You're already married? Yes. I'm leaving Suzanne for Lorraine. If you do this, I will finish you. It's God's plan. God? You? I want her. You, you can't have her. I need her, Chloe. No, you need me. Oh, you'll forgive me, Chloe. You always do. Look, I'll call on you tonight, yes? Do you really think you can start all over again at your age? What do you want? Ah, in you go. Tonight, Chloe. I want you to go all the way together. Ascending. My Laureen. No. No, he's just playing games. No. Bellamy must have fun. Me. He'd rather Laureen had a glob of mud by the Nile. No. Oh. Yet he would make such a thing up. And if it is true, if it is, though it can't be, what will stop it? Here we are. This way, please, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, stay calm. Think, woman, think. When did she even go near him without me? How can that filthy man entrance her? Last summer, she went to his house to prepare his daughter for her confirmation. Oh, no. It's not any old peacock, Bellamy. It's white. It's absurd. Sweet, profligate Suzanne. Mummy's been counting the goldfish. Keep her away from me. Bernie. How's your daddy today? Do you mean, has there been a miracle? No, there hasn't. <laughs> I'm relieved they've moved in here. If only you knew what it does to me. Can you, Let's stroll. <laughs> Damn! Don't curse. It's the other peacock, sweetie. You bought two. Oh, it's horrid to spend endless hours on one's own. Will you sit with me and Daddy tonight? You have no idea what's entailed in running the colonial office, Suzanne. Our empire is hanging on a thread. Is it? I've launched an expedition up the Congo. Clever, George. You sit with your Daddy. Don't let me stop you. Who is that man here? Is it he? Oh, Suzanne, I can't take it. Mummy, go inside. What day is it now? This week seems to have gone on forever. What will we do with a maze? For Isabel? Hmm. Well, you haven't asked about Isabel's day, George. Go on, then. I invited Lorene de Morel here. Lorene de Morel? Lorene's been teaching Isabel the catechism. She's doing it for all the families. <laughs> catechism? George, darling, <laughs> one day you'll find something to appreciate in Jesus. Mm -hmm. You do look like him. My moustache is better. <laughs> there they are. Laureen! Oh, don't interrupt. The girl's father died recently. Mm. 
The railway man. Of course. You knew the family. Quite how that... That louche woman could give birth to Lorene, I don't know. Quite how you and I could have... Go on. She gets more and more odd-looking. I promise. Our next one will be a boy. Hmm. I can see you. Ah, Mummy. Mummy, I told you to go inside. Stop staring like that. Don't you recognise him? It's Bellamy, my husband. I'll pop back to the office. Tell the old man hello. The office. I remember that visit here because he was vibrant. He'd been morbid for weeks before. We used to joke that my husband's death had affected Bellamy as much as it had Lorene. <laughs> what does it all mean? Is this it? Is this all that life has to offer me? But suddenly, back to his old self. It must have been launching the expedition up the Congo. When he left me for his club that night, he was smiling, and it was nothing to do with my daughter, no. It was a feeling he could hold death off indefinitely, thanks to his scramble for Africa, and thanks to me. Monsieur Deloy? I was reading the gossip, do you mind? What do you miss most about working for a newspaper? Being thought the worse of. Who are you? People say I remind them of you when you were my age. <laughs> I doubt you could be like me. Yves Renard, junior sub-editor La Vie Francaise. Just like you were in the old days. You're famous at Vie Francaise, Monsieur Duroy. Can I sit? Uh, Bellamy and Laureen. <laughs> They've nothing in common. She detests excess. Whenever she returned from a visit to the Duroys, she'd rail against their glut. And the way Georges and Suzanne hide their daughter away. Poor Isabel's never shone like their other belongings. Laurie never bonded with Bellamy that summer. She's a prude. She even demanded I stop being his mistress after years without a peep about it. Imagine what it's like for me being at their house with his wife when I know all about you and Bellamy. Oh, if you hate it so much, Laureen, don't go. And they all call him Bellamy. Even Isabel says it. Bellamy. That's my name for him. Do you remember when you first called him that? Oh, you were such a bright child. And in those days you loved him. He was our secret from Daddy, wasn't he? Our beautiful friend. Please stop picking your nails, Lorene. Old Madame Walter calls him her Bellamy. Don't tell me Madame Walter visits there. They've moved in. Oh, he's kept that quiet. How does Bellamy behave with Madame Walter? No man likes their mother-in-law, do they? Do you think, dear, could you overcome your embarrassment about me and Bellamy and visit there more regularly? You just said... But Isabel... What do you really want, Mother? I want to know absolutely everything about Madame Walter and Bellamy together. You want me to spy on... You them. like that. You like... Observing, taking it all in, working out what we're all doing wrong. You'll enjoy it. Stop picking, dear! Bellamy! Oh, Maria, go and see a planner. 
She's at Notre Dame now, <laughs> praying for you and me. <laughs> They're displaying the crown of thorns. The English have Napoleon's intestines exhibited in London. <laughs> the Emperor's insides. <laughs> the English can go rot. We should never have let them grab Egypt. But I've got a plan. <laughs> it makes me hot when you talk about Africa. If you lend me some money, I'll get you an ice cream. Though I've lost my appetite. Is it this heat? What if Lorene's right? That you and I will go to hell, Chloe? If everything were allowed, nothing forbidden, would you still desire me? It is exciting being a sinner. Even if you're permitted, I want you. Africa is my real competition. The continent seduced him when he was in the cavalry. He wants to be young again, in Africa. He thinks he can borrow youth from Laureen. He can't. He thinks she'll save him. Instead, he'll corrupt her. My little girl in Africa. Over my dead body. You don't care about civilising the barbarian, Duroy. You want to be one. I don't want to civilise Africa. You're right. I want to own it. <laughs> you really didn't care, did you, when you were my age? You just went for it, whatever you wanted. Age has nothing to do with it, Renard. But I've heard otherwise. I'm just as ambitious now. You're stuck, is what they're saying. Undersecretary. Who says? Oh, come on, give me something to write. You remember how hard it is setting out when you're young? Not ambitious. Stuck. Me. Print this. 
I'm about to give you a break. You listening? I knew they'd be wrong. I, wait for this, I have launched an expedition from the Congo to take back Egypt. But Egypt's on the other side. Exactly. I've put my career on the line. You don't need all those lotions, Mother. Beauty comes from inside. Thank you, Laureen. Could you increase my allowance, nevertheless? I'm desperate, dear, for rose water. Oh, I'd let you have it all if I didn't think you'd spend it on silly things. You give far too much to Bellamy, and how can he possibly need it? He doesn't like to accept money from his wife. You'll understand about men and their pride when you're older. She bought him a yacht last month. You're making that up. I don't think money does anyone any good. My inheritance certainly weighs on me. If only your father had left it to someone who'd appreciate it. I'm going to give it all away. You don't talk to Bellamy about all this, do you? Why would you want to be with a man who only wants you if you have money? I don't want to grow old alone, Laureen. Dependent on a few shares in some ridiculous railway line and an allowance from my austere daughter. If there's anything left after you've ended the rest of the world suffering. I want him always to come to me. And he won't if I'm frugal with him. <laughs> anything to tell me about him and Madame Walter? You really do need a purpose in life, Mother. I wish you'd give up, Bellamy. I wish you'd eat some meat or cheese instead of picking at grains like a hen. I wish Father was still alive. I know you do, Laureen. I'm going to Mass. You make me feel lonely. A fantastical adventure from the Congo. That was what Renard called it the first time he wrote about it. An adventure story. Mosquitoes, spearmen, malaria, cataracts. The intrepid crew is led by Captain Marchand, the doctor with his scalpels and quinine, a botanist with his seeds, and the man whose inspiration this ambitious expedition is, quite out on a limb, but determined to pursue it, is Monsieur Georges de Roy, junior minister in the colonial office. My Georges de Roy. And now he'd rather be there with her than here with me. I have to do something. I wish the whole crew had evaporated in some ridiculous jungle. Monsieur Walter's taking his time. I thought he'd be dead by now. Here, leave a shutter open. I would love to wake up in the night. Just one night, and you were still here next to me. What will it say on my grave? Junior minister in the colonial office. I couldn't stand it. I deserve to be president the way I love France. Oh, Georges, darling, I thought we were over the morbidity. What's wrong? No news from Africa at all. Oh. Absolutely not a word. I wish I'd never told anyone about the expedition. Have they perished? It will ruin my reputation if they have. It's definitely missing. And with it, my career. Oh, 
come closer to me. We'll stare into the fire. Let's dream of Nice. Forget the Nile. Don't. The fire reminds me another summer's over. Uh, Monsieur Walter's dying. As we speak, probably. Darling, think of the inheritance. Hmm. <laughs> Expedition Lost by Monsieur Yves Renard. Lost! Foremost fantasist is the junior minister for colonies, Monsieur Georges Duroy. How dare you write uh, such nonsense, Renard? Your expedition is lost. The men probably died terrible deaths grappling with crocodiles in mangrove swamps. Who told you they were missing? I read it in the English press. You speak um, English. Your generation. It seems they're also heading for the Sudan. And every step they take, they telegraph their progress to London. Did you tell your captain to telegraph his to Paris? If you have a seed of brain in that numbskull of yours, you'll appreciate that there aren't telegraphs where there hasn't been prior exploration, are there? The English are merely following their own railway as far as they've built it on previous incursions. Then, as it runs out, they extend the line and install telegraphs. They are engineers. Our men are adventurers and philosophers. They're travelling across the heart of Africa through appalling landscapes where no train or telegraph could ever reach and possibly never will. They are in uncharted territory. So you deny that our men are dead? I believe they are thriving but incommunicado. Listen, someone's spreading nasty rumours. Probably an English spy. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, not English, I promise. You think very carefully, son, before you give him voice again. You called me son? I'm touched. You won't be included in my briefings, you understand, if you don't write what I tell you With to. all due respect, Minister, you don't edit the paper anymore. My father-in-law owns it, doesn't he? Telegram, sir. Speak of the devil. Monsieur Walter? Finally, he's taken a turn for the worse. Come back to life, Monsieur Walter. Come back to life. Oh, I must think of something to do now to stop Bellamy and his sordid scheme. But what? What? Come on. If only it was a year ago and I could just step in at the deathbed and stop Madame Walter. Die, Monsieur Walter, die before Madame Walter spurts. I must have your absolution, Monsieur Walter. I have something to confess. Mother, absolve me, husband. I... I had a lover while we were married. He seduced me. He adored me. I can't live on if I don't have your understanding. And you, Suzanne. Because... It was Georges Duroy. Ah, Bellamy. He ravished me. And when I couldn't break my marriage vows to be with him, he married you, dear, so that he could remain near me forever. 
Mother, Bell Ami hates you. He hates himself for deserting me. Why are you making up these terrible stories? It's true. Daddy is holding my hand kindly. Yes, dear. Yes. Look, there's tears sliding down his cheek. Daddy, don't die yet. Please. Well? What? I'll leave you alone. Suzanne, Daddy has something to say. Monsieur Duroy, I'm sorry to trouble you, but Isabel is upset. First they get me out of work with a telegram, then they look daggers at me when I walk in. I'm sorry, Bellamy. And now it's raining. Isabel doesn't understand what's happening to her grandfather. I'm teaching her about heaven. What do you tell her heaven is, Laureen? Being with God. How boring. Oh, sorry. Do you think there's hope for me? What do you think heaven is? It's all your life ahead of you, and everything's still possible. That's heaven on earth. What do you want after death? Isabel needs you, Doreen. Come. Yes, Madame Duroy. Suzanne? What about me? You aren't needed. They were all with Monsieur Walter at his bedside. Except Bellamy. No Bellamy. He just stayed outside on the lawn. I feel sorry for him, Mother. You usually despise him. He looked pathetic and so alone, sheltering under the silly gazebo. They didn't seem to want him. You've really no disapproval of him tonight. It was all just so sad. And Madame de Roy and Madame Walter were crying. Oh, I know, <laughs> darling, I know. I can't stop thinking about Daddy. Oh, I know. I know. That's the first time Lorene was sympathetic to Bellamy. That's it, yes. Oh, the silly girl's mistaking pity for love. That's when, the night Monsieur Walter died, and the days that followed. How dare you ask that now, Georges? Daddy died. <laughs> yes, that's better. Let it out, Suzanne. It's a quite reasonable curiosity of mine to know the value of your father's fortune. I am your husband. It's not greed to want to know what I'm worth. Yes. Cry. Whatever there is to be had, money, status, adulation, your desire for it is always stronger than any feeling for other people. That's why you don't have friends. Only me. Your ravenous ambition is so transparent, it's almost touching. It devours you, and I try to give you some relief. Why are you being so cold to me? Let's make up. No. I'm your husband. Not now. 
We'll never get an heir at this rate. I know. You see? Now what? I know you had an affair with my mother. <laughs> Your old mother? I never want you in my bed again. Are you scared you'll have another weakling girl, like Isabel? If Daddy could hear you now... Well, evidently there's a deficiency in the female line. How did you get to deficiency? When Monsieur Walter made the decision to marry your mother, he brought a weak strain into the family. I can't follow your thinking. This is mad. Are you suggesting I'm not sane? You're scaring me. How you use my mother. <laughs> what? Mad story has she told you? She confessed her infidelity with you. She confessed it to Daddy as he lay dying. And he... he said he already knew. Knew that she had been seduced and broken by you. He'd always known about you and Mummy. And now I do, too. How could your father know about my private life, silly girl? My father? is dead. So you should want to be with your husband. I should. But I want to be with my mother. How could your father know any such thing? Don't you dare touch me! That was when he started to look for a new wife. I'd never dreamed it would come out that way, that Suzanne would hear of it like that. I've been through this in my head so often. Something has snapped suddenly in Suzanne de Roy, Mother. What has poor Bellamy done wrong? You know what it feels like when your father dies. She needs him to comfort her. She won't let him anywhere near her. Oh. Well, that happens with his wives. They come to hate him. That's why he needs me. You're a sin. I'm going in. Sorry, Mother. Bellamy. <coughs> Good afternoon, ladies. What's that <coughs> smell? Liquor, dear. Will you marry me, Chloe? <laughs> You are married, Bellamy, and drunk. I'll divorce Suzanne. Oh, what is this, George? Say yes. Why would I want to marry somebody who leaves all his wives? I always come back to you. Precisely because we're not married. Oh, I feel sick. Be quiet. I need your mother. I need you, Chloe. You're the only one still believes in me. I rely on you. You aren't a good husband. You don't value domestic love. Stop it, both of you. Stop it. Stop it. All these years... I thought I knew you, Chloe. Will you shame me now as well? Have you anything to drink? I'll arrange some tea. I know you, Bellamy. To stay with you, I must be your mistress. He means brandy, dear. A man can't just have a mistress. I need a wife, too. A man of my status. Suzanne will emerge from her grief and give you a son. I'll get that brandy. <sighs> Suzanne's not getting any younger. Younger than you and me. You are ageing, Bellamy. You'll need someone to take care of you in a few years. I just don't think it can be Mother. She was very harsh just then. You don't know what you really want. I don't want to be old, Lorraine. You're young. You think it'll last forever, but it doesn't. It passes so quickly. Grab what you can while you can. Promise me. Your hands are very warm. Yours are icy. Are you making peace? You too? 
Drink this, Bellamy. Then go home. That was the night before Monsieur Walter's funeral. I should never have turned down Bellamy's proposal. <sighs> Will you dance with me, Lorraine? I don't feel like dancing at an old man's funeral. You're so clear about what's right and wrong. You must despair of me. <laughs> Was that the glimmering of a smile? Repent, Bellamy. Keep talking. It's essential I avoid the eyes of every member of the press and my colonial office rivals. They couldn't care less about my bereavement. They're delighted that Africa looks like it's finished me. Please, don't use me. You are growing up. Monsieur Walter's funeral. All the money men, proprietors and politicos of Paris were there to watch things unfold. Bellamy was animated. All fired up and dashing about like a rat. See, Chloe? The fountain, the marble, the dripping ribbons, the silk furnishings, the oils, the animal skins, the exotic fish, everything. It's hilarious. All paid for by corruption. The Walter fortune is filthy. Aren't they all, darling? Don't darling me here. That's how I bribed him to let me marry Suzanne. Once I had her, I stayed loyal. Not a word about the dodgy Luca. And now it's yours, dear Monsieur Walter, the benevolent cuckold. Meaning? Despite all you've done, you clever weasel, you're about to inherit his fortune. He didn't know about me and his wife, though, did he? Of course not, darling. Nobody except you knew. Is that your little girl there? Oh, so forlorn. Isabel. Is Lorene here? I thought I saw you talking to her. I hear you've been called in by the minister, Monsieur Deroy. A discussion about your career, perhaps? In the light of the missing expedition? Gracious, Renard. You know more about my life than I do. <laughs> Off you go. All these people here. Do you want me, Bellamy? <clears throat> That's my name for him. Laureen, <laughs> thank God you're here. Uh, will you take Madame Walter and Isabel to the nursery and keep them there? Come on, Madame Walter. Is that Bellamy? Young Monsieur Renard reminds me of Bellamy when he was young. Not the present, but the blind ambition. So I had a drink with him. I should have stayed with Bellamy. You jealous minx, Chloe. It was you. Not so loud, Bellamy. You told Monsieur Walter about my affair with his wife. I didn't. Only you knew about it. I didn't confide it to confide. anyone else. I found one of her grey hairs on you. But to go behind my back to Monsieur Walter when you knew what it meant to me to have his respect. It's so long ago He now. could have killed me in a duel. Is that what you wanted? Me dead? I swear, you're excited by this performance, George. Yes, well, whatever you wanted, you didn't get it. Monsieur Walter never used your gossip against me because I kept quiet about his corruption. Once he let me have Suzanne, men are loyal. To each other. Madame Walter lost her mind. You won't do that to me. A mistress shouldn't expect for death. What have I done to be punished like this? Nothing solid, nothing to get hold of. Who can I trust? Mother, Bellamy, she made me tell her. Leave my house, Madame de Morel. How stupid I've been. Go, and your daughter. 
I'm exhausted. You're exhausted? What about me? I've just realised I can't even trust my mistress, the one person I've relied on all these years. Bellamy, I shall light a candle and say a prayer for you. Oh, Loreen, the one person who cares about my soul. I never want you to see that little virgin or hurt heart of a mother again. <laughs> I'm your wife. I forbid it. Uh, don't worry. I don't want to see her scheming mother again myself. I'll light a candle for you too, Madame de Roy. <laughs> don't blame Loreen. She's just a child after all. I'd have thought it impossible before I met Bellamy that a man would bed a mother than marry her daughter. And now he wants to do it again. So I was struck off. No more Bellamy. A taste of life without him. Brittle and empty without his sinew. I don't want to feel that bleak again. As the winter drew in, Laureen and I seemed utterly alone. I wonder how Bellamy is now, Mother. His wife shut off from him, you gone, his expeditions evaporated, and all hope of promotion. And the newspapers are so nasty about him. Have you read La Vie Francaise recently? He has nothing and nobody now. And we don't have a man in our home anymore. That's what it took. Bellamy to be lost. And who sees a role for herself when somebody else has nothing? Who comes to a man when he's reached his nadir? Bellamy! Loreen! This is where I work. In here. I know. You look charming. I'm an novitiate. Aren't you cold? Yes, but I simply rise above things. How are you? Terrible. My wife is unbearably self-righteous now, and nobody, it turns out, can be trusted. Apart from you, of course. I wanted to say, with Advent just beginning, if you ever wanted someone to stroll and reflect with, I... I always go to Mass on Tuesdays, like today, then walk afterwards, you know, thinking about things. If you'd like to consider changing your ways, I might be able to help. I'm sure nobody could mind. I'd only be listening and trying to make you feel better. I do worry about you, Bellamy. My angel. Would you mind keeping it a secret? Yes. That's what it took. Bellamy at rock bottom. Poor Lorene. It wasn't long before he was back here, begging me for another kind of salvation. That man's appetite. He is so... hungry. Yes. He came back to me for Christmas. We've rented our love nest ever since. To keep it secret, I thought from Suzanne. He was insistent not to tell Lorene about us, too. <laughs> I thought he just didn't want her sanctimonious disapproval. <sighs> He's made fools of us all. And here we are, another summer over. I know about Lorene now. But she doesn't know about me. Poor child. 
Ah, Bellamy. Renard, just the very man. You've been keeping your head down, not seen you since Monsieur Walter's funeral. Still had thought you'd get the sack over your damn the Nile fiasco. Haven't you heard today's news, Renard? The telegram from Captain Marchand. Oh. Our men made it to Fashoda. Really? They did. They've been there for months, just couldn't telegraph to let us know. <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. You'll have to make a retraction. Drop it, Duroy. Thousands of uncharted miles, and they raised the French flag. And, while they've been there, they've planted a vegetable garden, <laughs> and they saw off a band of dervishes from this fort they've rebuilt. Oh, and I forgot the best part. Yes. When they arrived at Fushoda, they cracked open champagne. Really? Everybody's talking about Dreyfus or Germany. Haven't you been paying attention? I'm going to break the English spine in Africa just like I said I would. I'll be foreign minister yet. Must fly. How did Captain Marchand finally contact Paris? The English let him send a telegram via their lines to Cairo. Oh, the English are in Fashoda too. They let Marchand send a telegram. Oh, dear. Uh, how many English? That's not the point. That's the entire point. Ah, oh, de Roy. Where were you rushing when I foolishly stopped you? Mass. <laughs> God's chosen you, Bellamy. The greatest sinners make the greatest lovers of God. This is a sign. Your captain reappears who had been lost. Like the resurrection? Well, it's a moment of grace. You have saved me. I've always known you could be more than you were, ever since I was a child. Doesn't my past repel you, Lorraine? The sins, but not the sinner. You're perfect. I'm meeting Father Bonnet now. What for? I've asked him for help with the final details. How to give away my father's legacy wisely. I'm close to taking my vows, Bellamy, and one of them is poverty. Don't give anything, including yourself, away without first asking me. Promise? It isn't much, is it? All Daddy's money. He left it to me. I just pay a small allowance to Mother to supplement her dividends. All your father's money? It's only money. <laughs> Do you really think your father would want you to give his hard-earned money away and all hope of romance and motherhood? It's not meant to be easy, Bellamy. I can't wait to see Mother's face when I tell her I've been meeting you for months in secret and you are a new man. Oh, yes. She needs to meet the new Bellamy, doesn't she? <laughs> Why don't I show her myself? Imagine. She'll hardly know you. You're so changed since that funeral. And will you ask your wife for her forgiveness, too? Has she noticed you changing? You're not just pretending this new faith, are you, Bellamy? I would do anything for you. Look, I've... God has healed you. Your soul, your marriage, Africa. You don't need me anymore. I'm late. Loreen, I hope you won't be shocked. When we were kneeling together at Mass today, I 
pretended to myself that you and I were at our wedding. Bellamy! I want to make a fresh start with you in Sudan. I'll save the day at Fashoda, and you can start a mission. Think of all the good we could do together. Africa is such a great place for the young. Have you learned nothing? You're married, Bellamy. She isn't a wife to me. She's only interested in shopping. She'll ruin me, whereas you... Please, keep this miserable sinner on the straight and narrow. You called me Bellamy when you were a girl. You are my Bellamy. Please. Father. Father Bonnet. Let me be your mission, Bellamy. Marriage is a vocation too, you know, for a woman. Ah, Bellamy. Seen the headlines? Fresh from the English press. Listen to this. Sir Herbert Kitchener's assessment of conditions at Fashoda. Telegram to the Foreign Office, 21st of September, 1898. Isn't English an ugly language? The position in which Captain Marchand finds himself at Fashoda is as impossible as it is absurd. He is cut off from the interior, and his water transport is quite inadequate. All Kitchener's propaganda. This is humiliating, Duroy. The minister will order we withdraw. What is your response? No way will we withdraw. There are thousands of English and Egyptians against us. I've called on the Russians for backup. What does Russia want with a war over African mud? You're right. Quite right. What is the point of it all? Have you seen what Germany is doing closer to home? Renard, I'm a changed man. I've fallen in love. What do you mean, love? Renard, listen. The minister may indeed order my expedition's withdrawal from Fashoda any day now. You will be, sir. Yes, it's almost over. But I want to be there when and where it happens, on the spot, to feel alive. I don't want to withdraw to a middle age spent sitting in offices writing reports about elsewhere. I want my name on a memorial to this expedition. They crossed a continent without a map. They introduced champagne to the Sudan. They were my idea. I want to shake their hands by the Nile with my sweet girl there to support me. At your age? Yes, Renard, yes. You've clarified things for me. Yes. I'm off. Well, might as well start today. Yes, let's get this in the right order. First Chloe, then Suzanne. Oh. Do you know a good place for a farewell lunch? The Eiffel Tower restaurant? If it's too upsetting, she has something to jump off. Good idea. Good brisk walk away. Work up an appetite. Glad that it's Chloe. She likes a good feed. don't want to grow old alone. We can't use our children like that, though, can we? They must have their own lives. But as far away as Africa, with him, I thought I'd know what to say to her, but I don't. Where do I start? How I had lunch at the Eiffel Tower today with Bellamy. 
She thinks I've not seen him for a year. I brought you rose water, Mother. My hair is falling down. Could you pass me a pin? Here. Oh, Lorraine. Please, dress. Where is he? Who? Your husband-to-be, Bellamy. Mother! Put this on. Do you think I should be ashamed of my body at my age? What do you mean, where is he? I met him today. He told me he was leaving with you for Africa tonight. Tonight? It's certain. He told me you'd said yes. You'd go if he married you. I don't remember saying yes, but I don't say no either. I daren't let him fall back to his old ways. He's repented, you see. Did he tell you? So you'd succumb to him? No. We've been meeting and talking about God for ages. Ages? So I have to say yes, don't I? He dotes on me. It's like I can't do anything wrong. I'm right just by being young for him. But I don't want to hurt you. You did used to love him. And I don't want to hurt him. Oh, I don't know what God wants me to do. Africa. Africa. Please. I want your blessing, Mother. I promise you he's been living like a monk. Oh, Laureen, he has not. His wife and he live in separate wings. He's been his old self all this time. With me. No. Yes. He vowed that was over. He's had both you and I fooled. But we go to Mass. He's changed. We'll see about that. He'll be here soon. He was going to tell Suzanne he wanted a divorce first. I'm surprised at you, Laureen. I kept saying, I can't marry you. You are married. You can't remarry again. He said he'd get an annulment. It wouldn't count in God's eyes. It's not divorce, then. It was a marriage built on bribery and corruption, on money and... Does he know about your money? My dear Chloe, I can't tell you how wonderful it is to receive your blessing. Laureen has shown me the error of my ways. It's time for a fresh start. I'm ready if you are, Bellamy. <laughs> tell him. I'm leaving empty-handed. Oh, I love how the young travel light. I've given all my money to the parish to distribute amongst the poor. I, I thought you were taking it for the Africans. Surprised, Bellamy? I want to let go of everything. <sighs> oh, that's that then. Can't do it. Already? Bellamy! I, I told Suzanne she could keep her stinking fortune when I left her, so... It is hers. You'll still be paid by the colonial office, won't you? Nope. <laughs> You've resigned. I've just upped and offed, Chloe. I still want to go to Africa, don't you? Well, you should have thought about that before you gave all your money away. Even saints can't live on fresh air. You haven't been as good as you wanted me to believe, Benemy. He only wanted you for your money. The holy thing was an act. I don't see the problem. I think you're both great. I want to go to Sudan. I want to go with you, Laureen. I want to be in Paris. I want to be with you, Chloe. Wife and mistress, home and abroad. I want to be president. I want to be a hussar. It must be possible somehow. Power and freedom. I do need money, though. He wants it all. You can't have everything, Bellamy. You live a disintegrated life. You're all things to all people, as long as it gets you what you want. And if you run away to Africa 
Do you think that will make you whole? No. You'll start again. You'll use people there, whatever it takes. I have to be honest, ladies. Africa's already lost. The foreign minister will order our withdrawal from Fashoda tomorrow. They still have souls we could save. You'd mm. still have him. Oh, my feelings are all over the place. That's because you're just a child. You're staying here with me. Well, not to worry. See if I care. I can start again. I came from nothing. I'll bounce back. You would have corrupted her. She's incorruptible. Little belle amie. Forgive me, a virgin can make a man a lunatic. I wish Daddy would come back. <sighs> I suppose now you both expect me to leave. Is it still raining? Oh. What are you staring at? That dirty little fox. <laughs> Do you know him? <laughs> Renard and I are acquaintances. Of course you are. Sometimes I see so clearly the things you've done. Your trysts in my flat with Madame Walter, your attempt to woo my daughter at the same time as having me. It's only possible for you to do these things if you hate me. Nothing innocuous like indifference. Hate. I can hate too. So, yes, I told Monsieur Walter all those years ago about your affair with his wife. And I passed on to Renard any bad news about your expedition. <sighs> Clever, Claire. And tonight he's made his own way here. Must be writing the story of your downfall. Little scavenger. None of my panache, has he? And then again, like now, when I smell your skin. There's that power in your thigh when I heard you striding up my stairs. I love you too. Why didn't you agree to marry me, Chloe? There's no room for love and hate in your marriages. That's not how you use them. You seem very calm about Lorene giving all her money away. No, she hasn't. She was just testing you. Oh. Lorene. Delightful. Anyway, I have something in the railway. Oh, I've always hated railways. If you agree to allow my daughter her childhood and to visit me as we like it when we like it... Then, and only then, I'll arrange fruitful employment for you. My husband had invested in a new line. The Metropolitan. No way. I'll return to my wife. But you told me her fortune was corrupt. Renard will be fascinated to hear about that. <sighs> I see. At last. Where do I fit in? Oh, now choose what you want to do with your life. Poor Bellamia Cognac. The Metropolitan, hey? Underground rail is the only way forward. The city's thronging, so many visitors coming for the World Fair, and it being underground, nobody will have to look at the dirty thing. <laughs> Iron. Ugh. Give me a horse any day. Chloe, have you anything to eat, girl? I'm famished. So now he spends his days making money from travel through the dark. It suits Bellamy. The underground, the unmapped interior, the place where rats live. Who knows when and where he'll next appear above ground. Your drink, Bellamy. To the future. To my next wife, wherever she is.
In Belle Amie, Georges Duroy was played by Jonathan Slinger and Clotilde by Emma Fielding. Laureen was played by Sarah Ovens, Madame Walter by Nikki Rainsford and Renard by Rhys Ap-Howell. Suzanne was played by Rhiannon Oliver. Belle Amie was written by Francis Burns. It was directed by Polly Thomas and is a BBC Cymru Wales production. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.